All right. <laughs> Welcome to a serious series of utmost importance. The series. This is our 2021 finale. Yeah, we made it to the second to last day of 2021. So unless something happens tomorrow or today, is it? So how are we doing this best of 2021 recap? So this is going to be anything, I guess, from 2021 that either... As long as it's the best. As long as it's the best of 2021. Ten best things. Ten best things. Initially, I thought this was going to be media, but I guess it's it's anything. <laughs> anything that happened in 2021. <laughs> uh, I'm Neil, one of the hosts. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm another host. And I'm Chris. An- another host. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know how to classify myself you? there. Um, all right. Ten, t- top 10 things from 2021. Tom, you want to start with number 10? Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. Uh, this is not in any particular order. Oh. So I'm going to... Here's, here's what I, maybe you guys did it differently. Here's my first thing on the list. It's the best world event of the year. This is, uh, is mainly not controversial, but I would say COVID vaccination. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, was good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that, was, that was a nice promising start to 2021 and then kind of went downhill after that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think we can all remember COVID vaccine. I didn't uh, do uh, best best. I should have done best uh, best shot, best vaccine, COVID vaccine. More Darna J and J or uh, Pfizer. I didn't do that, so uh, <laughs> uh, you guys can do it if you want. All right, second <laughs> thing on my list: uh, best album. So I wrote this last week, and then I kind of added a second thing in here. It's kind of cheating. Uh, first thing I wrote was album called Promises by Floating Points and Pharaoh Sanders. Uh, it's uh, kind of a weird album. It's kind of like jazz and like ambient, which is not what I would have thought my favorite album would be, but it's actually really good. Huh. I recommend it. Uh, but over the last week, I kind of went and looked at the top albums of 2021 and started listening to some of them. And I don't know if you guys have listened to this, but uh, Little Sims uh, is a rapper yeah. from England. The album's called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. Actually, really good. Uh, I'd recommend that for sure. Hmm, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, we'll I'll also it. try those newfangled vaccines you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, wait, right. do we want to do Chris's bottom two then? Yeah. Um... Okay, I mean, to be honest, shoot. I just kind of like threw 10 things down and didn't even quite rank them. But I, I, didn't either. I guess they don't have to be ranked. I think my first two will be more, um, I guess, on the experience side. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to say the vaccines, too. For I, number 10? Yes, that, you know. As what? What do you mean, like, as what? 
Or what is it? What is it? The best? I album? guess one of the best best albums of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Um, the vaccines. I think didn't they come out with a new album this year? We already did that, Chris. <laughs> God, that, I can't believe that was this year that we recorded our vaccines episode. It's yeah, been a long sure. year. A long year and a short year. Yeah. Um, I guess the number nine. Tom, Tom might scoff at this, but it, it's truly a special experience. Uh, when the Clippers, for the first time in franchise history, <laughs> went to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, how'd that go? Well, everyone's hurt now, so it's as good as <laughs> you know, basically the Lakers right now. Woo! That's true. No, but uh, it was exciting. I remember I was. Are we going into our experience, or are we just kind of like saying them? Yeah, we can go into them. Yeah, I think I'm trying to remember. I was watching the playoffs with Daniel, and we became super. Yeah, everyone, you guys came up and talked a lot of smack. Yeah, well, I mean, we we do that, but that's just you know, that's what happens when you're you're the uh, the bastard child of, of Los Angeles. Um. Yeah, I was up at like I think twelve. I, I watched the entire like you know series, and it was like we became like super superstitious about super superstitious. Um, like you know, if we started losing, I was like, all right, I gotta turn this game off. And then like we'd start winning, so like as long as we were winning, I wouldn't watch the game. Or if like you know I was not watching it, and then like you know I think Daniel got drunk every game, and every game he got he got super drunk. We won. So he got super drunk uh, on the Mavs series uh, in game three because he was drinking because he was sad and we were down 20. And then he, we came back and won that game. And then he actually went to game seven and got super hammered and we won that game. Um, and then I remember when we finally went to the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals, I think I was up to like 3 a.m. just drinking. So I was so happy. I, there's a lot of drinking involved. <laughs> but yes. So what happened? You ran that alcohol? No, I got sick. <laughs> you let them down. And I had to start uh, working, so I couldn't participate in that. As does a, the start of your does your the start fault. of your job count in your top ten moments from this year? Or no. Uh, I was gonna say yes, <laughs> but then I was like, I don't want to be too revealing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Yes and no. <laughs> um, well, so my number 10 and my number 9, they were going to be the Suicide Squad and Godzilla versus Kong, but that was before I knew that we were <laughs> including like life events and experiences. <laughs> so I'm going to... Wait, so Suicide Squad wasn't your, in your top life events of the year? <laughs> no, it was just a pretty good movie. <laughs> um, but I'm going to replace it with Tom's Wedding. And then I'm going to replace Godzilla versus Kong with my engagement. <laughs> but I, I don't want to. I, I want it to be known that those were both pretty good movies. Still, Godzilla versus Kong was a fun. Almost better than my engagement. It's you know, it my engagement beats it out, but and uh, slightly, slightly, and the Suicide Squad definitely. Tom's wedding was better, but it was a pretty good movie. Wow. 
those are right. my number nine and number ten. So in, in the end, it's not those movies. It's the life events. I'm going to copy you guys and uh, I'm going to say my best personal event was also my wedding. I'm not saying it was <laughs> your best, but uh, it was good. Had some, uh, it's great to get married. Uh, had a really fun time and uh, had some pretty good groomsmen. They're all right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, number what? Number seven. Yeah. Uh, this is the award for best best COVID variant. It's going to go to the, <laughs> the Delta variant. Oh, Delta over Omicron. <laughs> well, Omicron's kind of weak. You know? Yeah, Omicron's weak sauce. So uh, really kicks the masses out there. Delta kill the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crack some skulls. So uh, yeah, hands down, oh. Delta is uh, the big the big dog. That's fair. Chris, your number eight and number seven. Um, so I guess eight would also be Tom's wedding as well. It's a great, great time. Had a lot of fun. Um, seven, I guess this would be kind of coinciding with the match, but at the same time, uh, it was watching <laughs> all Lord of the Rings extended editions <laughs> from like was it Saturday oh evening. Gosh. Uh, that was that was one of my top weekends. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was fun. That was fun. That was a wild time. Did you guys do it over one day? It or? took two days. Yeah. Damn. The Hobbit's next. We we still have the Hobbit ones to do. <laughs> oh no way! Not the same experience. Oh, you know what? I just I think I came up with a good idea for my bachelor party just now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, my number eight, I'm going to say, is Halo Infinite. I haven't beaten it yet, but it's been fun. I'm like halfway through, and it's good to have a Halo game that isn't awful. Because Halo 5 was, was not great. Um, I don't like the multiplayer, though, Chris. I know you like the multiplayer. Um, interesting. Yeah, I, I, you know, I find it enjoyable, but I, I don't know. I feel like it has like a shelf life right now in terms of how much longer yeah. I'll enjoy it. But uh, I've sparingly played the campaign, and from what I've, what I've seen, it's it's actually pretty cool. So Tom, I mean, oh, you I, I, played the campaign? So I went to my cousin's, and like we played like three hours of it, and then like. I came back and then played. Started started it like a couple days ago on my own, so I haven't really gotten too far in it. It's it's been maybe a couple couple hours. Um, oh man, they added a grappling hook. It's it's changed the game. Oh I, oh, I didn't know they added that in. I thought that was so. Like when I first started playing the campaign, I get he had already had it. Like when you land on, I guess Halo. The Halo, yeah. The Halo. <laughs> Yes, I, I I'm glad that the multiplayer isn't that fun for me because it means I can go back to Destiny without guilt. That's interesting. Um, I've heard the people who like play Destiny a lot feel like the gunplay in Halo now is like not as it's like it's like too rigid. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's not as it's not as fun. Well, I don't know about. That. 
Um, and my number seven actually is born out of something that I heard about Tom at your uh, post wedding brunch. One of your friends was talking about this genre of books that she enjoyed, mm-hmm. which was cozy mysteries, <laughs> which I didn't know was a cozy thing. Mysteries. But then ever since then, Sonica and I have realized that we actually do enjoy this genre of things called cozy mysteries. And there was a show on Hulu a couple months ago that is my number seven, which is Only Murders in the Building. With Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's with Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and Martin Short. Oh, yeah. It's like a eight, yeah, it's like an eight part um sort of mystery, sort of comedy series on Hulu. And it definitely falls into that genre of cozy mysteries. So it's pretty it's a pretty fun watch. So that's my number seven. <laughs> It also has Sting in it. It does have Sting in it. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, so what is a cozy mystery? What is a cozy mystery? Let's see what the definition is. Cozy mysteries, also referred to as cozies, are a subgenre of crime fiction in which sex and violence occur off stage. The detective is an amateur sleuth, and the crime and detection oh. take place in a small, socially intimate community. Oh. That makes me like it less. Yeah, that TV show is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Tom, you're number six and number five. All right, number six. Uh, this is also cheating, but uh, best celebrity death. I'm going to have a disclaimer <laughs> to say I would say this is a down year for celebrity deaths. I couldn't really pick one, so I'm naming 10 notable deaths. Okay. There right. you go. Larry King, Bismarcky, DMX, Bernie Madoff, Vicente Fernandez, Scratch Perry, Tommy Lasagna, Oh, Scratch Perry. Hank Aaron, Jessica Walter, who's the mom from uh, Rest of Development. Oh, yeah. Arrested. Oh, man. And uh, I edited this a couple of days ago, John Madden. Oh, yeah. She just passed away. So there you go. Yeah, ah, man, I forgot about Bismarck. Key. I know, right? This is also this is a there great are actually moment. A lot of. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go. I was say, there's a lot of people who I was like, oh, they're definitely going on the list, and I realized they died last year. It's all kind of blurred together. This is a great moment to remedy a terrible omission from our last episode. Our last episode was our Christmas song episode, and I can't believe that I forgot to mention. <laughs> One of the best Christmas songs of all time, which is DMX's version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> yeah. It's just nothing screams Christmas like DMX screaming about Rudolph at you. <laughs> all right, it's so a celebrity death, so you're number six. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so number five, uh, best movie I saw in theaters. The award goes to Cruella. And I would say Dune is number two. (laughs) 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 I've only seen two movies. But I will say, I'm seeing Spider-Man tomorrow. Oh. Could could take the cake. That's actually a good thing that you added that. that, I won't. That you said that. Oh, was Spider-Man on your list, Chris? (laughs) Yeah. So I'll I'll just say it, but I won't, like, talk about it. All right. All right, Chris, you're number six and number five. 
Um, well, it is six, but you've already mentioned it. It, it was Halo Infinite. Um, it's just nice having a new game to play outside of Call of Duty. Um, it's never too late to start Destiny 2. No, it's it's been too late. <laughs> I actually did did start it up, I, and then I realized that you can't do much except without yeah, the expansions. Yeah. Um. The next thing, and this one's kind of like a very old, you know, uh, The Sopranos. I finally sat down and watched it in its entirety. I think it's pretty fascinating. Um, Are you including many Saints of Newark in that? You know, I yeah, never nice. actually ended up seeing that, and I heard that the reviews were yeah weren't that great. But you know, R.I.P. James Goldafini, if I even saying that right. Um, yeah. He's fantastic in it. Uh, the guy who plays, I think Christopher Moltisanti, is also pretty fascinating. And now I, you know, I can understand a lot more uh, Reddit references now. I see it on the comments. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's a good show. It's a good show. I thought the end. I um, have have either of you uh, finished it? I started watching it like ten years ago, and I got through a few seasons. It was pretty good. Yeah. Do you, you guys see the ending or have like read about the, the way they ended it? Yeah, yeah. I already remember when that came out, yeah. It's pretty interesting the way they did that. Cliffhanger. So do you think he, he died? I think <laughs> I think David Chase has said in interviews this year that in his definitive version of the ending, he did die. Well, I'm going to say he didn't die because we never saw him. <laughs> there was a... Chris, I don't know if you uh, listened to this at all, but... Uh, Michael Imperioli, at the start of the pandemic, one of his like projects to keep him busy was he started a podcast called Talking Sopranos or something like that, where he goes mm-hmm. through the show with the cast and crew and basically just talks about the show. And that just ended a couple weeks ago. That's that's pretty neat, actually. I it said that we we are doing a podcast. I feel like there's a lot of shows that are doing that now. Like I you know, I think Scrubs. Like the JD and Turk like do that thing, and then I think Rob Lowe and like one of the writers for Parks and Rex does that. So I feel like I I could really get into that. That'd be kind. Of- Those are like good pandemic projects yeah. for these people. I think I made a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my my number six. I'm gonna go with Dune, which I didn't see in theaters. I haven't seen any movie in theaters yet. I almost saw Spider Man in theaters, but. There was just too much Omicron around. And it was weird that everyone was... What's that? It's weird that there was no vaccine requirement in the movie theater when people were like sitting there without masks eating and stuff and then just keeping their masks off for the rest of it. So I don't know when I'll go back to a movie theater if there's no Mm -hmm. vaccine requirement. Just go at 10 in the morning. On a Tuesday. At work. When no one's there. Oh, right. Call out sick. <laughs> you got COVID. <laughs> well, now it's only five days. Oh, God. Um, anyways, Dune was a pretty good movie. <laughs> um, and I'm excited that there will be a part two and potentially a part three with the same director. What be, why did you like, why did you like Dune so much? Um, it's been, it's one of those things that I've been meaning to watch or read for like a while, and I ha- I've had the book on my shelf for many years, and I tried to watch the 
um, David Lynch version from a few years ago. And I got, I got like halfway through and I just stopped. So I, yeah, it's really bad, which is also interesting because I really like Patrick Stewart and he was in it too. And, um, main guy from Twin Peaks, I'm blanking on his name. Yeah, yeah. But okay. so I'm I'm happy that there is a good version of this story that I can watch. And by all accounts, the books after the first couple sort of devolve into weird psychedelic stuff because it was written in the 60s and the guy was um I don't know, kind of kind of wonky by the end, I think. So I'm happy that there will be like a definitive trilogy version of this story. I'm surprised I were you a little confused watching it? Yeah. If you hadn't read the book? <laughs> I haven't read the book. I read it and I was like, damn, this is, this is some weird stuff. Yeah. But it was very, it was fun to watch even not really knowing where the story was going. And you could see sort of elements like when, uh, mm-hmm. when Oscar Isaac is, is there, you like uh, from his first moment, you can tell that this guy's going to die, you know? <laughs> But th- yeah, that was pretty fun. And then my number five is The Green Knight. Oh, I want to see It's pretty that. good. Um, it is a adaptation of the Arthurian legend. It seems... It had like really good production value. And the... This, uh, I'm not sure about the story because I didn't know that... Wait, have you seen it? Either of you? Not okay, yet. I'm not going to spoil the story no. for you, but it's it's well worth watching. And Dev Patel is in it as uh, Gawain. Gawain. Yeah, Gawain. Gawain. I don't know. That was Gawain. I don't know. G G Money, this famous the famous Arthurian knight. Knight. And he he does a really good job. So definitely worth watching. Definitely one of the best movies of the year. Dude. Well, Chris and I have had to read that book. Oh, really? Remember that, Chris? English, Mrs. Already. The Green Knight? I don't remember reading this. Yeah, man. Bad times. I must have blocked it out of, from my memory. I... <laughs> Probably. The Green Knight. Shout out to Mrs. Arnie. You are the worst person I've ever met. I see. Um... <laughs> Tom, you're number four and number three. Uh, All right. Number four is uh, best TV. So kind of like Chris, best TV show I watched. Not from 2021, but that I did watch in 2021. It's going to be a little different from The Sopranos. Uh, It's Paris House, the Japanese reality TV show. Oh, amazing. What show? Paris House. Oh. Man, Paris House? I watched, like, all of it. It's yeah, like Jap- it? yeah, it's like Japanese real world, but, like, the characters yeah. aren't complete fucks. Well, it's the ones I saw. Like, they all have, yeah. like, the things they're working towards. I don't know. They're a little bit more, like, ambitious. Like, I think there's that guy, the professional surfboard. Like, that's the, that's the season I watched. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Guy Sato. Yeah, that dude's a bomb. I like that guy. Yeah. It's good. You should got you guys should watch it. It was a good 
pandemic find. Um, I will add, <laughs> we just started watching Succession a couple weeks ago, and that's been really good. Oh, oh yeah. it's on my list. I'm going to start it probably yeah, this month. It's addicting. Tom Wamsgans is my favorite character. He's so awkward. And oh Greg, cousin Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg is hilarious. I, uh, I'm actually literally on the last episode right now of the third season. It's it's pretty it's oh, good. Wow. It's um also I didn't know it, but I guess I could see the resemblance now, but Macaulay Culkin's brother is in it. Oh yeah. yeah. He hosted SNL He's this season. Oh dude. That guy reminds me of Jake. At least the character. That's pretty on point. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, what's your number three, Tom? Uh, all right. That was oh, okay. That was number, number four. Three, number three is the best book I read in 2021 from 2021, <laughs> and uh, it is Rhythm of War from the Stormlight Army oh, series. I think it's the that's not that's that's, that's from 2020. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's not on it's on my list. It's on my list as well because I read it in 2021, but ah. it's from 2020. No way. Yeah. Oh, you're right. November 17th. All right. Well, I only have nine then. <laughs> no, you can you can just have this as your... You can still have it. You can still have it as your 2021 list. All right. Um, All right, Chris. You're up. Numbers four and three. Um, so I realized that I guess I, I essentially just did a top 10 and not like 10 different categories of like the best of. So this is kind of, I guess, a repeat. Um, I guess favorite Netflix movie this year. Um, I I really like Don't Look Up. It just got released. Oh, I haven't seen that. It just came out, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty on point for the times. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio is in it, Jonah Hill. Meryl Streep. Um, and then I guess going into three, um, this is going to be a person. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, guy the guy is rocking 2021. He had a good I year. I don't know how he does it, but he, he's, yeah. he's good. He's in, he's actually in Don't Look Up too. Is he? Is, it, is, is Don't Look Up the movie right. that Adam McKay and Will Ferrell broke up their partnership about oh i have no idea really because it's directed by adam mckay i think they also did succession oh really yeah dang learning a lot of new things it's funny yeah, now that i'm talking that about this with you guys there's so many more things i realized i wish i had on my list <laughs> instead of the things i said <laughs> um okay and then three i guess would be best netflix show and I must give props to Neil for turning me on to it. I loved Arcane. Oh, that's that's my number. Yeah, that's yeah, on my list too, uh, but it's my number two. It's, uh, it was fantastic. The uh, Just like the music in the show combined with like the animation, the way they kind of like carry it. was just everything about it was like really cool. I, it was, it was honestly probably the best show I've seen in a long time story-wise. And I was very surprised mm-hmm. because... A an animated video game adaptation from Netflix about League of Legends with a theme song by Imagine Dragons. I would not have guessed would be a good show. 
so when all the reviews started coming in and it was like this is an amazing show i was you know i thought it was overhyped but then i watched it and it was you know it was actually very very good so i would highly recommend that to tom who i'm assuming hasn't listened hasn't watched it i haven't watched it yet no and to our listeners uh if you haven't seen it yet it makes me want to play League of Legends, but it also makes me not want to play oh, League of no. Legends because I've heard terrible things about League of Legends. I've tried it once. Uh, I'll try it once. They yell at you. The community is very toxic. <laughs> That's what I hear. Okay. Um, my number four is the show Loki, the Disney Plus show. I, I wanted to have... I was thinking about all the uh, Marvel stuff that came out this year and if there was anything that was like actually really good minus No Way Home because we're going to talk about that in another episode probably. But Loki, I think, was the best Marvel thing that came out this year. It was it was very well produced. It had uh, Owen Wilson in it, Mm -hmm. which, you know, automatically gets you in my top 10 for the year. Yeah, really? Wow. 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 <laughs> and the story was very good. It introduced Kang the Conqueror, who's going to be the big bad for the next phase. And it op- introduced the multiverse, which obviously plays a role in the rest of this, the Marvel stuff from this year. And then my number three is uh, the only musical thing on this list this year. The album Butterfly 3000 by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh. It was, it's, a, it's a very funky electronic thing. Most of King Gizzard stuff is angrier and, and not super optimistic, but this is the, they changed the keys or something like that. And it's just a very fun listen that still keeps the spirit of their earlier stuff, but it's kind of just more uplifting. And I'd highly recommend it. No song on that is a bad. Does it kind of remind you of? Uh, it's kind of remind you of, of Montreal. Way, way off. Yeah, no, I, I think this album maybe did a little bit. Most of their other stuff doesn't, but Butterfly yeah. Three Thousand, I think, has of Montreal vibes. All right, Tom, you're number two. All right, number two. Uh, just pretend I, that last category didn't happen for me. So number two is best book in I read in 2021, not from 2021. <laughs> Or from any adjacent years. Uh, it's Kafka on the Shore by Haruki Murakami. Great book. Oh. I really recommend it if you guys haven't read it. I think you would both like it a lot. Uh, I read a couple of his books this year. Um, this one was, this was the best. Um, I think I've read three of the books. Really good. Some weird uh, like supernatural stuff, but also kind of interesting because it's like takes place in Japan, which is cool. Do you uh, feel like book. Murakami, if antidepressants were around, do you feel like he wouldn't have a career? Uh, if they were around, like when he started writing. Oh, um, probably. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in his books, and it is kind of. Kind of, I don't know. That's not all depressing. It's not all depressing, but like the few Murakami books I've, uh, the side note to this, I love Murakami and I really like his books. Um, I haven't read Kafka on the Shore, but the ones that I have read, there's always this sense of like isolation and sadness in them. 
Yeah, but also kind of like the main character is like a little withdrawn. Main character seems like he would be taking, yeah. like, maybe not. I don't know, taking <laughs> some kind of medication. Anyway, there's I forget which book it is of his, but there's one where this guy, oh, I think it might be Norwegian Wood, where he like moves to another yeah. country and just sort of like hanging out in a cabin, and that's like the book. I think that's Kafka on the Shore. Oh, in the cabin. Really? Have I read Kafka on the Shore? Well, it's not in a different country, but he goes into this creepy cabin, right? I don't think I've read it. All right. Probably. Maybe it's similar themes. Well, I will read it. Um, All right. Number one, best podcast episode of the year. (laughs) No doubt about it. It uh, is the Keanu Socks. Uh, from this podcast, actually, you know, ironically, but uh, great, great episode had all the greatest uh, hosts of the show, <laughs> uh, and uh, really pushed the envelope and uh, really defined what a podcast could be for twenty twenty one. I think most of our episodes are still the Kiana Sons. <laughs> I don't know if I've uploaded the audio back. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, the Kianaissance has been ongoing up until next year because now Matrix 4 just came out and John Wick 4 was supposed to come out next year, but it's going to be 2023. Ah. And I don't know if Matrix 4 uh, is, a, is a high point for the Kianaissance. I heard mixed reviews. Chris, you watched it, right? Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Because I, I actually haven't seen uh, Matrix 2 and 3 either. So I figured I'd probably have to see those first, right? To see. Mm. <clears throat> I think maybe. Have you seen the second and third Matrices, Tom? I saw the second one, and I was just like, eh. And I heard the third one was really bad. So yeah. I think you could probably skip those <laughs> two if you don't want to like already be in a bad mood going into the fourth one. Honestly, I think you can skip the fourth one, too. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the first one. Oh man um it's you know what no it's worth watching number four it's very interesting yeah oh you saw it I, it's not on my top 10 of the year but it's an interesting movie and it's definitely worth watching at least once yeah chris what's your number two okay um my number two i guess um I, mean, I just said that I had, I just had a favorite Netflix show, but I guess the second best, uh, Squid Game, Squid Game. As, uh, I, I you know, it, the, 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 uh, the show was interesting. I think it was more of just like kind of the mass appeal. You know, I guess it wasn't the most watched Netflix series of all time. I think so. Yeah, they're talking about seasons two and three yeah, now. Which I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I feel like for a Korean show on Netflix to become like the most you know popular thing is pretty interesting. Um, there, do you feel like it was overhyped? Mm. You know, it's hard to say because I would say like. I had seen it and was able to like participate. It wasn't like you know, the hype had already passed and I finally jumped on board. 
So maybe looking at back at it, maybe like retroactively, if I had done that, yeah, probably to an extent. You know, people are saying it was like the best thing of all time, which I thought was a little bit much. Um, but I don't know. It, it was it was like refreshing, I guess. And I think it's more, I think it's more interesting. Of you know, I guess Korean cinema has been a lot more pervasive. I don't know, and more of like American media nowadays. Yeah, the I think a lot of the cast and crew from Squid Game uh, did another thing that's on Netflix right now called The Silent Sea. Is that the one where they're wearing? Yeah, um, the guy who who slaps you. I think he's like the main character, right? Yeah, he is. He's like a famous Korean actor. Yeah, he's um, he was in Train to Busan. Yeah. And then Gilgamesh was in that too. Oh yeah, it's not as good, but it's it's, it's interesting. Decent. I like the creator of Squid Game. I like how he uh, kind of shits on LeBron. Oh, same. Because LeBron said he didn't like the ending. And then the creator of Squid Game was like, well, I saw Space Jam too, so you literally cannot say anything. Oh. I, I kind of love that. That's, <laughs> it's kind of just out of nowhere. So I think he was like, it was a very joking tone with LeBron or something. He was like, I don't get it. And then and he just went full like, well, fuck you then. He's just like, I cannot believe that you made Space Jam too. <laughs> There's a. Have you guys seen the South Park uh, pandemic specials that came out recently? I've only seen like part of the first half. That doesn't help. There's a. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, they're on uh, Paramount Plus, I think. But they, they, it's like set in the future, and part of the future stuff that they're like saying is awful. It's like, well, yeah, there's been so many new variants of COVID, and then. They made Space Jam 3, 4, 5, and it's like equally bad as COVID for them. <laughs> All right, Chris, what's your number one? Um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, I don't want to overhype it too much, but I will say that it's better than white bread. I don't know, that makes sense. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's... It's good. Um, without spoiling much, it was just, just you know, I, I went in it after seeing the trailers, and I was like, oh, like, I'm really hyped for this movie. And then, like, seeing the movie, it was even more hype than my previous hype. Oh, man. Just that, man. <laughs> you make me want to get Omicron just to see it. I, I actually, I full disclosure, I did go and see it in theaters with Mr. Dr. Ho. Um, they actually, when we walked in, uh, every person who went to the theaters, they made a show our, um, our card. I don't know. Maybe it's a, so maybe it was just a thing in my city that there's, there was no vaccine requirement. I know they're introducing it. In- Interesting. Um, yeah, maybe. I see. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of places in LA, though, I had to show my car, which wasn't the way, you know, it's, well, I mean, I don't really go that, out that much in New Jersey, but I'm trying to think, like, a lot of restaurants, you kind of had to show your card. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing here. At least in San Francisco. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was a good movie. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I will watch it one day. Maybe today. Yeah, I can't wait. Wait, new you you haven't watched it either? Uh, no. Um, number two for me is Arcane, which we've already talked about. And then number one is, this was a a hard pick for me. Again, I made this list initially when I was thinking exclusively about media, but I'd say number one for me, the best like piece of media I've consumed this year is the uh demon train mugen train the movie like the demon slayer anime movie oh and it's i didn't actually watch the show until this year and it's it's a pretty good pretty easy watch it's only like 20 episodes on netflix or something like that and then this movie is like the next arc of the story it's not like a filler movie and just start to finish, it's a very, very good movie on its own. Like, even without the context of the anime, you don't really need to have seen the show. And it's still, like, the best movie I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah. So I would highly recommend so, wa- at least watching the movie. But the show itself is pretty good, too. What did you start to get into anime? I'm not, like, super into anime. I've just, like, watched a couple of shows here and there. But which is why I'm saying, like, even in the context of someone who doesn't like watch a ton of anime or like love it, this is a really good movie. Uh, Is that on Netflix? It's it might be. All right. And I think those are all of the. Is that everyone's top ten of the year? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's. I, I've written them down as you guys have gone. So just to recap, Tom, yours are the COVID vaccine, the Promises album slash the Little Sims album, your yep. wedding, Delta COVID, yes. <laughs> celebrity deaths in general, yep, Cruella and Dune, the double feature, yes, so far that show that's like the <laughs> Japanese real world. Paris House. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson's 2020 book, Rhythm of War. <laughs> Kafka on the Shore. And the Kiana Sans episode of Serious Series of Utmost Importance, the series. That's All right. It. Chris, yours were the COVID vaccine, the Clippers, <laughs> Tom's wedding, like the Lord of the Rings extended editions, Halo Infinite. The Sopranos, but not the one piece of Sopranos content that was actually produced in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) The Netflix movie Don't Look Up slash Timothy Chalamet in general. T-Shams. T-Shams. The show Arcane, Squid Game, and Spider-Man No Way Home. And then mine were Mm -hmm. Tom's Wedding slash The Suicide Squad, My Engagement slash Godzilla vs. Kong. Halo Infinite, Only Murders in the Building, Dune, The Green Knight, Loki, the album Butterfly 3000 by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the show Arcane, and the movie Demon Slayer Mugen Train. 
It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good year. What are your? Um, well, I guess if you had to combine any two items on your list to create the ultimate 2021 experience, what would that be? I think you already did it. Um, it would have to be Kong versus Godzilla and your engagement. <laughs> <laughs> no better number nine out there. Um, Chris? Um, how about Timoth- since, since he's in everything, how about Timothy Chalamet and Squid Game? Ooh, that's a good combo. Or... Oh. Spider-Man, because apparently he was also in the running to be Spider-Man. Oh. Holland beat him. Really? Or Timothy Chalamet in the extended Lord <laughs> of the Rings. He could be young Aragorn. <laughs> he can be Gandalf. <laughs> no I'm going to go with Dune and Tom's Wedding. <laughs> Oh, nice. Hey. Any predictions for 2022? It's going to be bumping. COVID, new, new COVID variant, for sure. What are they going to name the variants after they get through the Greek alphabet? They'll just be running in <laughs> kanji. <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> uh, Tom, any 2022 predictions? Uh, 2022 predictions... Um... I predict I will consume a lot of media and content not from the year 2022. Put it on this list next year. <laughs> um, I agree with you both that it's going to be bumping and I'm going to watch some 2021 stuff next year. Um, yeah. I will say that I think video games will compile, uh, will be a big part of my list next year. I think they're releasing like three or four games. There's so many games yeah, coming out next that year. Look like they're going to be pretty amazing. Like Pokemon, that might be there. There's a lot of PS5 games. Yep. Elden Ring, Horizon, Forbidden West, God of War, two. So we'll see. Uh, I need time. I need more time. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, tune in next time. I think we're going to be talking about the Strokes. Oh, right. Can't wait for that (laughs) discussion.